Welcome to Ideas Into Reality, a podcast to inspire everyone to take action to turn their ideas into reality. No matter what experience they have, where they live, or who they think they are right now. Each week, we introduce you to a founder that has taken their tiny flicker of an idea and done what it takes to bring it to reality. We also take a few minutes to dig into the how of some of the key lessons those founders have learned on their journey so that you can feel more confident in what to actually do as you start to take action on your idea. Ideas into Reality is hosted and produced by the team behind Canvas Coworking and Startup Toowoomba. So we'll be talking to founders from our local community here in regional Queensland, as well as some of the interesting folk that we have met during our travels around the globe. If this isn't your first episode, by now you would know that Ideas into Reality is produced by the team behind Canvas Coworking. And we love to work with startups and entrepreneurs and share their stories via this podcast. What you may not know, though, is that we also have members of our community that are not on a journey to take their idea into reality. Our co-workers who are working remotely for a company or organisation that doesn't have an office here in town. Many people have recently had the opportunity to try out working from home due to the coronavirus pandemic. And not everyone has found it as wonderful as they thought it might have been. As we provide the physical space for people to work, we consider it an office away from home. Having a reason to get up, shower, put pants on and interact with other adults is actually a good thing for most of us. In addition to the desks, chairs, fast Wi-Fi and coffee, our co-workers get access to each other, something they cannot get working from home alone. Also, there are way fewer distractions here, though if by mid-morning you really would prefer to unpack a dishwasher instead of responding to an email, then by all means, go ahead. If you know someone who could benefit from having a place to go to get their work done, be sure to let them know that there's a co-working space available in downtown Toowoomba and they are most welcome to come and join us, as are you. Today's guest is an award-winning chemistry teacher who believes we are all stewards of the earth and has designed a product to help other busy parents take the stress out of supermarket shopping. With her three kids and partner cheering her on, Alita Hannum has found the personal strength to create orange and thyme trolley totes. I'm delighted to have Alita with me today to share how she's turned her idea into reality. So great to have you with us today, Alita. I'm really looking forward to hearing your story about yourself and how Orange and Time Trolley Totes has come to be. So we might start off with just getting you to tell us a little bit about yourself and Orange and Time Trolley Totes. Uh, absolutely. And Joy, thank you so much for having me on your show. Joy, look, I am a Toowoomba resident. I'm a mum. Uh, I'm a high school teacher. And uh, as of about 12 months ago, really, I uh, am a business owner as well. Um, Orange and Time is, I guess it's a brand within which I produce the Orange and Time trolley totes. It is my only product. The totes are, um, they're a set of bags. They come as a set of four. 
they're kind of hard to explain, uh, but they sort of, they're these bags that sit suspended in a shopping trolley. Um, they're connected to each other so that they sort of always remain open. And it means that when you have them and you go through the checkout, you can pack your things straight into them. You can wheel your trolley outside to the car, lift the bags out directly into your car and you're good to go. They are made of this like thick, durable cotton canvas in earthy sort of organic colours. And they're really good at Aldi where you need to pack your own bags, Um, but really anywhere that you go that you need a trolley. That's that's my design. And I guess they're really important to me on a number of levels. Um, On the first level, they are eco-friendly. I'm really proud that they offer an option uh, that isn't plastic. Um, and I think, you know, I, I'm a science teacher and, and um, you know, I have some strong beliefs about uh, the fact that we are the stewards of this earth and that we do have a responsibility to make the right choices, uh, you know, when we have options. But on a second level, I'm a mum and I'm a full-time teacher. I have a leadership position at the, the high school that I work at. Uh, I have three children, an eight-year-old and two five-year-olds, and I have a partner that travels quite a lot with work. And, you know, life is busy. Like so many of us today, life is really, really busy. And so anything that makes my life a little bit easier is is a win for me. And um, and my trolley totes do it for me. And from, from what my customers tell me, uh, it they help them uh, in the business of life as well. So, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy and proud of that. But then at a third level, uh, the, these totes are really important to me because the idea to create the totes was sort of born during a time of, I guess, sort of significant personal transition for me. And the fact that I took this step and I took the risk to turn this idea into uh, into a reality really symbolises for me um, the personal strength that I found during this time and I'm really proud of it. I love it when people really know what what their idea means to them on a a number of levels. And I think you've really nailed it there in saying, you know, it's not just one thing. It's not just about the environment or it's not just about the convenience or it's not just about having a business, but it's all these things brought together and and even layers within the layers. So so that's really great. Well done on on recognising all of that. So I'm going to take you back a little bit. You mentioned you've been going for sort of 12 months, but I imagine it probably wasn't an idea that you just got and then the next day you started it. So what was actually happening in your life when you got this idea in the very, very beginning? Um, Yeah, sure. Um, So I mentioned earlier that I went through a big personal transition. Um, So it was early 2017 when my marriage ended Um, and all of a sudden I realised that there was this huge part of my identity, that is being a wife, um, was now completely empty um, and void. And so for me, I, d- I just decided that I needed to do something for myself. I needed to try something different. I needed a challenge. Um, I needed something also that would supplement my now single income. And it was around that time that I also started listening to podcasts and I became really quickly obsessed with shows um, about side hustles and startups and, and things like that. And um, even though I was, you know, I have a lot of success in my um, in my career in education, I just had this urge to do something more or to be part of something else. 
Um, so that's sort of what was going on. Um, and I guess the trolley totes were an idea that I had sort of had in the back of my mind for a while. Um, I owned a similar sort of similarly designed set of, of trolley totes, um, but they were sort of made of this like weird unwoven sort of plasticky, you know, that green bag fabric. They were sort of made of that and they were bright blue and they had tears all through them because they tore really easy, that fabric sort of tore. And they were, honestly, they were an eyesore. But whenever I took them out to the to the supermarket, um, they were so practical. And whenever I used them, people would come up and say, oh, my goodness, what a great idea these were. Um, so I guess in 2017, as I faced a very different future to what I imagined for myself, um, that is, well, that, yeah, that was a single mom of two boys living in a downsized house with a downsized family income. Uh, I was sort of, I was determined to take the step and to turn this idea into a reality. Like, don't get me wrong, I was scared and I probably hesitated for quite a while. Um, but it, you know, eventually, I guess the um, the urge took over and I went to work redesigning the set of trolley totes that I already had. And so I I went to make a more reliable um, set, so I redesigned them to make them uh, more reliable and look and feel 100% better. So, yeah, that's sort of that's how it all came about. It's often those pivotal moments in our life, the unexpected ones like divorce, and most of us have been there, unfortunately, uh, that, you know, we take that opportunity, though, to go, you know what, this is an opportunity to change and to challenge myself and do something that maybe I've, yeah, I've never thought of doing before, but now is the time. So, yeah, good good job on seeing that, recognising the opportunity for what it was. Thank you. So you mentioned you had these totes. People had been sort of saying great things about them when you took them out, but they weren't really ideal. And, and then you were starting to think of how you could do that better. So what did you actually do that made it go, okay, this is an idea, now I'm going to make it into a business and, and start moving forward with a product. What did you actually do? Okay, so Joy, I'm going to tell you my pathway. Um, I'm not sure that I would recommend my pathway to others, um, but it, you know what, it may serve well as a like what not to do resource. Um, but anyway, here it goes. So um Look, I was podcast binging like really badly um, and that's probably where a lot of my learning took place uh, to get things started. Um, I knew I knew from the start that I needed someone to make my product. My sewing skills are dismal um, and so I needed to obviously outsource that very important part of, of uh, this business. Um, so that's where I started. I initially researched Australian manufacturers um, because, I, you know, ideally I would have loved my product to be made in Australia um, but it didn't take long for me to realise that I, I simply couldn't afford uh, to get this product made in Australia and, and to, you know, turn about any profit. Um, so I had to look elsewhere, unfortunately. Um, so I turned to Alibaba, which um, for those of you who don't know, it's an online marketplace for manufacturers, I guess, from all over the globe. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a place where you can go to connect with manufacturers and, um, discuss products that you'd like, um, produced. So I, um, I, you know, communication with Alibaba was actually really difficult. Um, most of the manufacturers came from non-English speaking countries. So it didn't take me long to realize that I needed a really detailed product design and really detailed specifications, I guess, of, of that product. So I went to work, you know, 
making my design into something that was readable um, across languages. Um, And I pretty much spent most of 2018 in this constant back and forth communication with heaps of manufacturers. Um, I spent 2018 amending my design. I amended it countless times, um, discussing different fabric types, uh, discussing colours, negotiating with the manufacturer's costs and minimum order qualities, uh, quantities, sorry, um, I, you know, I was researching things that I had never thought of, like, um, what sorts of information do you need to put on a tag or do I even need a tag? So, you know, going into, you know, finding the answers to all of these questions, I had to decide whether to brand my product or make it a brandless product. And if I were to brand it, which I did, um, you know, what would that brand be? Um, and it wasn't until probably the beginning of 2019 that I finally found a manufacturer who was willing to make the product the way that I wanted it at a cost um, that I guess would mean that the whole thing would be a bit more than just a labour of love. Um, so so I found my manufacturer and then I realised that I needed to pay for this product that I purchased um, to get manufactured. So I again, probably a what not to do, but I searched for a credit card with an extended interest-free on purchases period Um, and I found one that had an 18-month interest-free period and so I got this credit card and I bought my totes and and that was like, holy crap, like this is serious now. You have invested, you know, a significant amount of money for me. Anyway, the product got made Um, and then, then I was, you know, Typical me, I was um, planning each step ahead, but probably at no stage I was more than two steps ahead. Um, So now I I have this product, it's made and um, it's overseas and I had to get this product into Australia. Um, 270 kilograms of trolley totes had to come to Australia. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to cut some costs here. I've just made a significant investment. I'm going to try and get these totes into Australia by myself. But it didn't take long to realise I was well and truly out of my depth. And, you know, between being a mum and having a full-time day job, I just didn't, I I had to let this one go. So I found myself, um, I I discovered that there's there's such thing as a customs broker. Um, I got a bunch of quotes from customs brokers and eventually I found one that was, you know, seemed really affordable. Um, He, this person organised my totes uh, to get to Australia. They arrived at the port in Brisbane um, and then I sent my partner down. um, And, yes, amongst all this time I had found love again. Uh, And I sent him down to Brisbane with a huge trailer and he hauled all 270 kilos of the totes up the range. Um, Then I had these totes and I'm like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do with all of these? Um, storage again was something I didn't really think about. And so my mum and dad came to the rescue for a little bit um, while I figured out the next step of the whole thing, which was how do I sell orange and thyme trolley totes? Um, so, so next part of my learning journey was, um, was arranging product photography. And I learned so much from product, product photography. Um, uh, particularly, I've got some really good probably um, some really good advice, I think, for people who are looking to get their product photographed, particularly large um, large products like myself. So maybe I can share some of those with you a little bit later on, Joy. But I um, so product photography happened. I, I bought a web domain. I created a Shopify online store. 
Um, I organized a business email. Uh, what else did I do? I registered my business, got an ABN, I started social media profiles. Um, and, you know, from what I could see, I had the bare essentials uh, to selling my trolley totes. Um, and then I started attending a few local markets in Toowoomba um, back in those early days. They were really good. Um, I don't really do those so much anymore. I just, I'm finding life is a little bit busy. Uh, but, you know, that was a really good start to my to my marketing days. Um, and so, yeah, now today I sell my totes mostly online. Um, although at the moment I'm investigating a couple of different selling options, um, but nothing's sort of come to fruition just yet. Look, I'm really proud, I, I think, to say that my totes are all over Australia, um, except, for, except for the Northern Territory. Uh, I don't know what's stopping the Northern Territorians uh, from purchasing my bags, but I have not given up hope. Um, yeah, and that's my goal for the future. Fantastic. It's always great if you can identify those holes where you can go, you know what, this is a goal. I'm going to fill that. I'm going to fix that. That's, yeah, that's a, a real thing. But I love hearing you say, you know, and recognizing the fact that you worked through all of these different things and you learned, oh, now I need to know this. Now I need to know this. And, and you worked it out and you never obviously got held up by the fact that you didn't already know what was next or what was coming and and recognize as well that maybe you're only operating two steps ahead of sort of where you need to be rather than sitting down and having this huge plan and then going oh well, that's just too hard I won't do that so yeah well you know what joy I, I kind of think that if I had known what would you know the full pathway ahead of me perhaps I would have hesitated a little more so maybe I'm thankful that I didn't have the uh the foresight to to know the full road ahead that's right I think ignorance is bliss is one of the yes. statements that come in <laughs> so looking at that road then and and what it was really like I'm imagining you know you've done all of these things and as you said some of them took time and you learned a lot along the way but what what was that journey like for you and how how did you find it like was it was it fun you know did you did you have a good time so far um i i'm not gonna lie it was hard work um and it was constant learning like it was constant learning but i guess because you know it, everything was new so for example i had zero background in IT. Um, so all that work in in setting up domains and websites and emails and whatever, that so much trial and error went into that. Um, you know, I've learned how to manage my my books now and use account keeping software. You know, I'd certainly certainly not trained in that area. Marketing um, is is the season I guess I'm in now. Um, and I don't find that super easy. I am a chemistry teacher. I have a science degree. So this is definitely out of my element. Um, and you know, with marketing, I barely scraped the surface of, of what I believe, you know, I can do for this product. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, that's an area I really need to invest in, but I guess, um, yeah, it's hard work and yeah, learning from mistakes, but I, for me, I, I love learning and I love learning new things. And when I sit back and look at the journey I've taken so far, I can't help, but feel super proud of everything that I've learnt. Uh, and everything, everything that I've done. So yeah, hard work. Yeah. You know, it requires a lot of resilience, um, but it feels really good. And look, when I make a sale, you know, like the whole family, my whole family celebrates uh, when my Shopify app notification, you know, beeps, everyone sort of, we do like a little happy dance in our house because, you know, it's, 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 it's a little business and it's a little side business, but it's fun and we're proud of it. 
It's one of those things that we sometimes pick up on within different family units and that is that support that you see coming from from little kids even who go, oh, mummy's doing this thing and, I, you know, it's so exciting when something happens and it's really lovely to hear that that happens in your house as well. Oh, and yes. I know we have a, well, a couple of different businesses but one of them is an e-commerce business and when David's phone makes the cha-ching sound, you know, that little yes. cha-ching, um, that means that somebody's bought something. <laughs> Everyone hears it. So yeah, it's it's definitely a thing. That's wonderful. Joy, my eight-year-old is just over the moon that mummy's getting interviewed for a podcast tonight. So. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> well, they'll be able to listen to it and hear you over and over again. <laughs> now, I'm just going to dig a little deeper on one thing. You mentioned that uh, your product is being manufactured in China and you have obviously gone through Alibaba to source options for manufacturers and and getting your product. Did you ever go to China? Have you been over to meet with the people that your product is being made by or everything was done online or on the phone or how did you do that? Yeah, look, I would have loved to have gone to China, um, but it definitely wasn't in the cards for me at that at that time in my life. Um, So no, everything was done online. Uh, There were a handful of phone uh, phone calls. Um, however, you know, just with the difference in language, it was more effective communicating, um, you know, via via email, which is what we did. Um, so yeah, just and and using a lot of diagrams. So my product specification, you know, design document, I guess that's what I call it. Um, yeah, it was highly visual. It you know, it, yeah. So I just sort of kept kept everything in that uh, I guess visual uh, format to. Um, minimise any chances that there was some sort of mistake or, or um, something being lost in translation. Great. Because, yeah, it's often a thing. It's hard sometimes to build those relationships with people when you haven't met them, but definitely possible. So, so that's really good to know. Now, you've mentioned already a couple of things that you're proud of, and I can totally relate to the fact that managing all of what you're doing, so being a teacher and being a mum and having a new partner in your life and a business, is something just to be proud of in general, the fact that you are alive still. But are there any moments in particular or anything in particular that you go, you know what, this I'm I'm going to hold this up as something that I'm super proud of? Look, I'm I'm just really proud that I am living this super fulfilled life. Um, I, I'm just, I'm really proud of myself for taking that first step and for not looking back. I, I, I genuinely have not looked back. Um, and I think, I think just my um, dedication and my commitment to getting this done. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just really proud of that. I'm proud to look back at the journey that that I've come um, come through, and I'm proud of the learnings that that I've made. Um, look, my partner has a daughter, and um, together now we're a family of five. Uh, and so for me, it's it's just really important to teach our three children that you know, challenge is an opportunity to learn. Um, you know, I know my family's proud of what I've achieved, um, you know, and, and I've achieved these things through, through the Orange and Time um, trolley totes business um, whilst also, you know, making some really great achievements uh, in my teaching career. So I just, I really hope that that my kids will grow up to be people who who seize opportunities and they take action and they make their dreams a reality. It's common now for people to think of it as that difference between a a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And I think 
it's totally right that children see that and then think this is possible because I see it happening in in my house. My mum's doing it or my dad's doing it or my grandma's doing it or whoever it is. They see that happening and I think that feeds through for them to go, yeah, things might be a little bit tough at the moment, but I can get through this because I'm learning or because I, you know, I'm trying something new, whatever it might be. So I think that's a great thing. I totally, I totally agree, Joy, because, and I think the other thing in our family is that we just, we want to normalise sometimes things go wrong and, you know, and I guess the more exposure the kids see to, oh, yeah, then then this thing happened and, but mum, mum, you know, solved it by doing this or, you know, we want to normalise that that falling down and picking ourselves back up and, and you know, taking opportunities and taking action, that's just part of, of our normal day. Great lessons. Now, you mentioned there as well just about your career and I know that you have recently been awarded a special award. So do you just want to tell us a little bit about that on the career side of your life? Oh, yeah, sure. Thanks, Joy. Um, Yeah, so uh, this year I was certified as an Australian lead teacher. Um, So there are – I teach at a Catholic school um, and there are two – two teachers in Queensland who um, have that lead teacher certification, me being one of them. Um, Yeah, and there are seven people in Australia. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool, pretty cool to, um, to, to, yeah, to achieve that certification and to be recognised as a lead teacher in Australia. Well done. I'll say congratulations. I probably don't have enough context as to what that is, but I'm sure that anyone who's listening who's a teacher probably gets it totally and goes, wow, that's that's incredible. But I think you've done all of your business stuff and gone those extra steps within your career as well. It just shows the dedication and the possibility that there is, there's no limit to what we can achieve if we put our mind to it. So 100%. well yeah. done. Very good. Now, as you've mentioned, this business is relatively new for you and we all know that for those of us in business, people sometimes see you emerge but don't always see the years of work that's gone into getting to where you are now. But I also know that it's going to be a much longer journey and there's probably some exciting things on the horizon. So what's sort of driving you forward to be the next thing? Like what are you working on? that's the next stage of your journey? Mm-hmm. Um, look, I mentioned earlier that I'm sort of, I'm in the season of marketing now and and I'm really early in, into that journey. And so for me, I want to, I want to improve sales and I want to get uh, the, my trolley totes out to a larger audience. Um, it just, to me, it feels like marketing is the key. And so, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm I'm in um, communications with uh, some marketing people around town, and it's really time for me to take that next step and perhaps invest a little uh, in marketing. Um, and I really look forward to this next stage of of my entrepreneurial journey. There's so much involved in marketing. It's one of those things that I go, I look at it sometimes and go. Yep, I could be doing this. I could be doing this. I could be doing this, but I actually only have this much time or this much money. So I, I have to pick one. <laughs> That's exactly where I'm faced at the moment, but, you know, I'll, I'll make it work. And, and I do, like I said, I look forward to it. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, I found you on Instagram and I love your pictures and what you're doing. So good work there. Thank you. <laughs> now, you've already shared quite a bit around what you did to get started. 
But if you were to sit down with someone and they said, hey, Alita, I've got this idea for a business, what would be the thing that you would recommend to them as the thing to do first? Um, I would, well, firstly, I would check, uh, I would validate my idea. Um, you know, I, I, I'm speaking from a, if the idea was a product, I, you'd want some data, you'd want some information that, that actually says that, that this idea is valid, that this product, you know, will, will have, have customers. Um, and once you know that your idea is validated, I guess, um, then you know that it has the potential for success. Um, however, you just define success, I guess. Once you've once you're at that point, you I guess you just need to find the courage. Uh, you need to take the next step. You need to commit to the next step. And you know the next step might be reaching out to people who have walked the same path before you. Um, finding mentors, for example. Um, it might be researching. Uh, it might be planning. Um, but look. You know, it, 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 what I would encourage um, your audience, Joy, to do is is to commit to at least the next step, um, because a dream will only ever be that until you take that first step. Definitely, we have a sign in our bathroom that says "Dreams only work if you do." Oh, love it! <laughs> Fantastic and validation and for anyone who's listened to a previous podcast of mine you will know that I want you to validate before you spend money on product development please listen to that message (laughs) all right so Alita I really appreciate you coming along and sharing a little around your story I know there's probably a whole lot more to it that we could catch up you know tell more about your story but for today I'm going to say thank you so much for sharing and before we go I would really love for you to tell the audience how they can find you how they could connect with you how they could find uh, a trolley tote from you to purchase to make sure that they're looking after the environment as well as being convenient for them. Uh, sure. Uh, you can head over on Instagram to Orange and Time. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Orange and Time as well. Um, and our website where you can buy the trolley totes is orangeandtime.com. And just to be clear, time is T-H-Y-M-E, like uh, like the herb. It reminds me, I think year five, we used to sing a song about rosemary and thyme. It's ingrained in my memory, but um, but that's good. So Orange and Thyme everywhere, nice and simple uh, to to track you down on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, check out the, the trolley totes there and, of course, drop you a message if you've got any questions all through the the relevant channels. So thank you once again for joining us today. I look forward to seeing what happens with yourself and your business through your marketing endeavours and where that takes you and also wish you well on the rest of your career as uh, as a chemistry teacher and, yeah, uh, with someone who has a child who's currently in first year of university as a mathematics teacher, I hope that it's a wonderful career path as well as being something that you can definitely embrace the side hustle of. So, absolutely, it is. He's he's on a on a great path. Um, and thank you, Joy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm completely grateful. As we heard in our interview with Alita today, finding a manufacturer for her product was a journey in itself, and learning how to effectively communicate with people in another part of the world requires a bit of trial and error, patience 
and finding a common language. Visualisation of ideas and concepts is often the most effective method of communication with anyone. Sometimes the challenge to comprehending a message is very obvious, such as not speaking the same language. However, even when both parties do speak the same language, we usually find that they are not at the same level of understanding of the topic and situation. Take the process of validating a new idea. If you try and talk to someone about the problem, they may not think about it in the same way that you do. And describing a situation or a feeling with words can lead to mixed messages as there are usually a lot of blanks that we fill with our own personal knowledge, assumptions or experiences, as does our audience, except they fill those blanks with their own knowledge, assumptions or experiences. We can ask for confirmation that they understand and receive an emphatic yes, only to then realise that actually they are on a whole different page to where you thought. Communicating using visual images, even crude stick figure drawings and basic icons, and drawing the scenario out like a cartoon strip can be a way of bringing the situation to a more common level of comprehension. Adding features to the drawing and little speech bubbles or thought bubbles and a bit of surrounding environment and items that are relevant can also go a long way to getting on the same page more quickly. When it comes to more technical details, such as explaining a product to be developed or a process to be followed, we tend to find that a picture-based instruction or explanation will also usually provide a clearer and faster path to confirming the details. So, as you move forward with your journey, consider visual aids as part of your storytelling, brand development, product development and customer journey. It will certainly be easier going for everyone if we're all on the same page. Well, That brings us to the end of this week's Ideas into Reality episode, and we hope that you enjoyed learning about our founder's journey and got a couple of takeaways from the lesson learned that will help end the flames of your idea. Assuming you did, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favourite podcast app and let your friends know too. They might just be sitting on an idea that you do not even know about yet. You can find out more about Canvas Coworking and Startup Toowoomba by visiting our websites, canvascoworking.com.au and startuptoowoomba.com.au or finding us on pretty much any social media platform. My name is Joy Taylor and I'd like to thank you for joining me on this journey and I look forward to introducing you to our next guest in our next episode.